It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Thursday morning at Wax. Not a bad Thursday morning out there either. Chore time here at the Shank of the Day. Bob and Jill with you. As we take a look at the chores, we'll look at the official April Class 3 price came out yesterday. Weather forecast, not bad to get some things started in some areas. I know some places it's just absolutely too wet to get going. Talk about land prices. Not here, but down in Brazil. When you're turning into the world's largest corn exporter and you've got big crops going on, there's a lot of demand for land. And a lot of that land is, well, I shouldn't say a lot, but a good chunk of land down there is owned by Americans. You don't own any land in Brazil as part of the Welke Land and Cattle Company, do you? I do not. We have not expanded that far. All right, but it won't be long, I'm sure. Well, speaking of the Land and Cattle Company, how's the cattle herd? Did it grow yesterday? It did not grow, but we were having a little trouble with one calf, and we are kind of turned the corner, and he's getting more independent. Oh, that's a good thing. And this kind of weather will make him feel more independent. We'll take a look at our weather forecast. And uh, some other things as well as we go along. Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, it's time to vote. We'll get you caught up on uh, who's in our area and who you should be voting for. And we also have the list of the young people and their teams that uh, did well as far as uh, judging down at the uh, state CDE. What CDE stand for again? Career Development Event. There you go. Judging contest. Judging contest. There you go. CDE is a fancy way to say judging contest. So we'll take a look at that. Some of the teams in our area that did uh, very, very well, and individuals as well. So uh, lots to get to this morning as we take a look at the calendar and uh, and a few other things as uh, we move along this morning. In fact, uh, I'm going to hand Jill the sheet here. Go through a few of those uh, teams and uh, how they did down there at Madison last week. So for agronomy, Kadat brought home first gold. And then what does ATMS stand for? <laughs> That's you, why I gave it to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you Agricultural have... Technology and Mechanical Sciences. Okay. There, it just popped into my head. There, yeah. Well, Toma brought home second and a gold. And then, uh, oh, there's another one, another acronym. What's FM, FBM? Farm Business Management. Okay, Kadat brought, brought home fifth place and a silver. And in floriculture, Hud, Hudson brought home fifth place and a silver. And then forestry, our area swept it. So forestry, Marshfield brought home first. Stanley Broyd brought home second. And I'll tell you, it's uh, it's been uh, the last few years. Jordan Donnerbauer is a student who was at Marshfield High School, and now he's a teacher at Stanley Boyd. And, of course, uh, Mark Z and... Uh, and uh, Tim, uh, Tim Hag, Tim Hag are the instructors over there. They have a tremendous forestry program. So now Stanley Boyd and Marshfield are really the two leaders in forestry in Wisconsin. So it's always interesting to see which one wins and which one gets second. But Marshfield won it. And Stanley Boyd was second. Then we're following up with Bloomer in third, Owen Withy in fourth, and Granton in fifth. And then in the horse. Judging, Menominee was second in a gold. River Falls was third in a gold. And in Livestock, Mauston was first with a gold. And Adam's Friendship was third. Marshfield was fourth. And Ellsworth was fifth. All right. So those are just some of the results. Congratulations to all those young people who ventured down to Madison uh, last 
Thursday, which was kind of a, a cool raw day down there to be judging. And we'll pass along more contest winners as far as teams and individuals are concerned. But we want to take a look at our uh, weather and some of the other things going on because uh, it's going to be nice. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, hopefully you're wide awake this morning. It's chore time. It's almost 5 o'clock, and it's a nice morning out there. It's going to be partly sunny. should be well into the 70s today. And 46 overnight with some clouds moving in Friday. Partly cloudy, 65, 70 on Saturday, 71 on Sunday. Monday, 71, partly cloudy. Slight chance of some uh, rain Friday through Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, but uh, just off and on rain showers. No heavy rains uh, any place, according to the forecast right now. So 76, the high today, Thursday morning at Wax, where it's nice, 50. That's what it is now, 76. That's what it'll be later today. It's about a minute after 5. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire News. NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas. The Federal Reserve is raising interest rates again by a quarter of a percentage point. The committee raised the target range for the federal funds rate by a quarter percentage point, bringing the target range to five to five and a quarter percent. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell says the Fed is committed to bringing inflation down to 2%. This is the 10th rate hike in a row. The Fed now has to consider the problems in the banking sector after J.P. Morgan Chase absorbed First Republic Bank. The suspect accused of carrying out a mass shooting in Atlanta is in custody. Mark Mayfield reports. Authorities say Dion Patterson was captured Wednesday in Cobb County after an hours-long manhunt. He was tracked with the help of technology, and an undercover officer was the first person to actually see the suspect before waiting for backup. Patterson was then taken into custody without incident. One person was killed, four others were injured in Wednesday's shooting at a medical center. Atlanta Mayor Andre Dickens says Patterson will be charged and stand trial for his crimes. I'm Mark Mayfield. The White House can't confirm Russia's accusation that Ukraine targeted the Kremlin in a drone attack. Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre. I don't want to get uh, into speculation uh, from here about what happened. Russia accused Ukraine of sending drones to attack Russian President Vladimir Putin. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky denied the alleged attack. As Title 42 expires next week, there is a reminder for those looking to apply for asylum to try and use the U.S. Customs and Border Protection CBP-1 app. The app has been available for three years, but has been expanded and promoted by the Biden administration as the primary way to apply for asylum once Title 42 is lifted. You're listening to NBC News Radio. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Here, let's check a weather forecast that I think you're going to like. Skywarn 13 weather brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. Don't forget, boy, what a nice weekend. Maybe you want to go camping. The new 2022 campers starting at 12488 at ChilsonRV.com. Not a bad weekend for that sort of stuff. You going camping or fishing or anything this weekend? No, I've got to go graduate. Oh, that's right. You're graduating from UW Stout on Saturday. Oh, good for you. Yeah, we'll uh, let you know when the big party is. So, 
<laughs> well, I thought you were bringing the uh, fluid for that, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, well, I got plenty of fluid to bring. There's no question about that. So, But a good weekend, whatever you plan on doing, because we're looking today at partly sunny. High right around 76. It'll drop off to about oh, mid to upper 40s tonight, about 65 tomorrow, a little cooler. Then on the weekend, uh, slight chance of rain off and on over the weekend, but uh, otherwise pretty nice. We'll see sunshine. 70 on Saturday, 71 on Sunday, and on Monday. Right now, Rice Lake is one of the warm spots, 55 degrees. Medford, 41. Wausau, 43. Marshfield at 49. La Crosse at 47. Black River Falls is cool at 35. Green Bay, 43. Madison, Sun Prairie, about 45 this morning. Milwaukee is 46 and a very pleasant 50 degrees right now in the valley. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's check the numbers courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance and Jill, the cash livestock. Choice fed beefsters are 168 to 184 with mixed at 112 to 167. Choice fed beef heifers are 169 to 179 with mixed at 119 to 169. Choice fed Holstein steers are 140 to 148 with select and silage fed steers 87 to 139. Cows are 80 to 94 with a top of 120. Bulls are 84 to 111. Butcher hogs are 37 to 66 with sows at 20 and down. There's no quote from the boar market and market uh, shorn market lambs, there's no quote. Unshorn market lambs, it's 140 to 162 with feeder lambs at a dollar to 220. Ewes are 42 to 140. Small goats are 35 to 180. Medium goats are 85 to 295. Large goats are 95 to 385. And nanny goats are 45 to 285. At the Mercantile Exchange, livestock futures all lower yesterday. June live cattle closed one sixty one sixty five down a dollar and a quarter. August one fifty nine fifty five down a dollar forty. October live cattle down a dollar thirty at one sixty four even. And December live cattle down a dollar twenty at one sixty eight fifty two. Feeder cattle for May two oh three forty two. That's down two fifty two. August feeder cattle down two sixty five at two twenty three fifty two. September two twenty six seventy five down two fifty two. October feeder cattle two twenty eight fifty two. That's down two twenty five. November down two fifteen at two hundred twenty eight dollars ninety seven cents a hundred. Lean hogs were lower as well. May closed at seventy eight fifteen. That's down two. June at eighty eight dollars even. Down a dollar ninety five. July eighty nine thirty two. Down two ten. And August at ninety fifty. That's down two dollars. On the board of trade, it was higher yesterday. On a, proposed, on a proposed and reported but not officially confirmed Ukraine attack on the Kremlin trying to get rid of Putin. Uh, I don't think they were successful if indeed it did happen, but uh, that did take the markets higher. But then uh, there's the interest rate hike hanging over the markets as well. And if you're going to the gas station, they're ripping us off. I see 334 a gallon at the gas pumps in June class three or June oil. Yesterday went down another three dollars and twenty-five cents a barrel. It's now at sixty-eight forty-one, and that does not equate to three dollar and thirty-four cent gas, unless they got half the refineries in the country closed down. But I don't think they do. So again, scratching your head over the gas prices with the where the oil is. July corn overnight down two cents at five eighty-six. The oats up three at three thirteen. Wheat down a penny at six thirty-eight. Soybeans for July down a penny overnight at fourteen sixteen, and meal 
down a dollar seventy at four twenty three twenty. Barrel cheese up two and three quarters yesterday. Both barrels and blocks were up two and three quarters. Barrels one fifty eight and a half. The blocks a dollar sixty nine. Butter up two cents at two forty four and a quarter. The May class three was up eleven at sixteen seventy six. June also up eleven at seventeen oh eight. July up a dime at seventeen eighty four. August up nine cents at eighteen fifty seven. September up four at nineteen fifteen. Prices up through December. Now the April class three officially released yesterday at eighteen dollars and fifty two cents. That's forty two cents above the March price, but five dollars and ninety cents less than last April. And uh, again, we're looking at uh, some averages that uh, just uh, probably not gonna gonna make it. Twenty three average so far this year, eighteen forty six a hundredweight, and uh, not good. We'll get more into the uh, Class Three futures uh, a little bit later on, as where they are historically. Remember last year in May, we had the highest all-time monthly price. It's not going to happen this year. Twelve minutes after five o'clock, and we'll tell you about more of the young people that did well down at Madison in last week's state CDE judging competition for FFA members. It's coming up on Wax. Fifty degrees right now, partly sunny. Seventy-six today. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we will share more of the names and congratulate more of the students in the FFA chapters who did well down at Madison last week. But uh, some other farm news, Jill, to take a look at. Well, American farm ground isn't the only place in the world where land prices are going up. It's the same story in Brazil. High commodity prices, huge global demand, and a favorable exchange rate for Brazilian products have all combined to help drive up those land prices. In the past three years, the average value of land for grain production in Brazil has gone up 128% from $1,875 in 2019 to 4271 in 2022. And those increases are across the board for Brazilian farmland. Sugarcane ground has increased in value by 94%. In the past three years to $3,710 an acre, while coffee plantations have increased by 133% from $1,514 in 2019 to $3,534 an acre last year. Even pasture and forest land have seen huge increases, up 61 and 54% respectively. Last year's, last year, Brazil's gross value of their agricultural production reached $235 billion, the second most ever, and it's expected to be up at least another 6% this year. And a lot of that land down there in Brazil is owned by American farmers who are down there, went down there a few years ago, started opening up that land when they started cutting out the rainforest and making it into productive, rich farmland. So um, I would expect uh, the folks have done that uh, over the years have done pretty well, but to Brazilian farmland, getting expensive. What else? Well, it's time for dairy farmers in some parts of the state to vote on who they want to represent them on the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin Board of Directors. In our area, that includes District 1, which is most of northern and northwestern Wisconsin, where Brenda Schlonegger of Shell Lake is running unopposed. District 4 includes Barron and Polk counties, and the candidates are Sarah Beggart-Eggert, of Clayton and Andrew Christensen of Amory. 
District 7 is Clark County with candidates David Bangard of Greenwood and Pam Sells Prawley of Humbird in the ballot, while in District 13, which is made up of Buffalo, Pepin, and Pierce counties, Donald Dietrich of Elma and John, Jonathan Halleck of Mondovi are running for a seat. The mail-in ballots must be returned to the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection by May 23rd. That's May 23rd. The successful candidates will take their board seats on July 1st and serve three-year terms. So if you're a dairy farmer in any of those districts, any of those counties that Jill just related, and you don't have your ballot yet, uh, contact the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection because they are supposed to be mailing out the ballots. And if they're not in your mailbox right now, they should be very, very soon because, as Jill said, May 23rd is the deadline for that. So again, the Wisconsin, well, the old milk marketing board, now dairy farmers of Wisconsin, it's time to uh, to vote on the people that are uh, running. And uh, another interesting story about uh, future technology in agriculture, Jill. Well, Deere and company officials say they plan to introduce their first all-electric autonomous tractor sometime in 2026. The plan is to apply the technology to smaller utility-type tractors and not their big 7R or 8R models. Last fall, Deere bought a majority ownership in an Austrian company which develops battery technology, and the company plans to eventually build a battery production facility in this country. Company officials also said they plan to have 20 all-electric construction vehicles on the market by 2026. So we're moving into the battery age, and, uh, you know, the questions remain. What do you do with them when the batteries die? How much are, are the batteries for replacement? The, uh, the word is they're awful expensive, but we'll have to wait and see. But uh, definitely a move into that type of technology. 18, thank you, Jill. 18 minutes after 5 o'clock. We've got a lot more to share with you as we move along on the farm show this morning. One thing we'd like to share with everybody is the weather. Ah, partly sunny today, mid to upper 70s. In fact, uh, that'll probably be the warmest day here, but uh, it still won't be dropping off back into the 40s. 65 tomorrow, and then low 70s on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And uh, through that period, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, chances for some Oh, often on rain showers. I don't think we're going to have any prolonged rain as far as uh, gathering any total amounts. But again, it could get a little damp. But again, we got some uh, breezes dying down a little bit as well. But nice weather today, partly sunny, high of 76. Coming up, we're going to find out what's going on at the University of Wisconsin Platteville as far as some of the research going on down there. That's next on Waxes. 19 minutes after 5 50 beautiful degrees out there. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. From the southern end of the longest barn in Madison, this is Carrie Mess. The standard practices on the farms of tomorrow usually start with the researchers of today. Assistant Professor of Soil and Crop Science at UW-Platteville and Dairy Innovation Hub researcher Dr. Joe Sanford presented some of the research he is doing at a recent Dairy Innovation Hub event. And I got the chance to learn more about how manure management may change in the future thanks to the research going on at the UW-Platteville campus. Joe, give me the rundown on the research that you're doing at Platteville. 
So I was hired as an ag waste specialist um, through the Dairy Innovation Hub back in 2020. And so um, the research that I do primarily focuses on ag um, waste and primarily manure management systems. And so uh, a lot of the research I've done um, at Platteville has been looking at um, basically precision manure application research. So looking at different technologies to increase the nutrient use efficiency of the manure that we're spreading, which is a pretty hot topic right now with fertilizer price is so high um, and I also have done a lot of work with um, biochar um, and m- incorporating that into manure management systems and so for those who may not know what biochar is um, it's a kind of like an activated charcoal material um, that has a lot of different uses uh, primarily used as a soil amendment um, you know different agricultural practices and can improve nu- uh, nutrient retention reduce nitrate leaching and um, other benefits as well and so things I've been using biochar for in uh, my research group has been looking at how we can put biochar into anaerobic digesters to improve um, the biogas quality, particularly looking at using biochar to reduce hydrogen sulfide production um, in anaerobic digestion systems, which is a you know huge cost to annual operating budgets for digester operators. Another project here that I'm presenting on is using biochar as a uh, manure storage cover. And so, you know, if we have low manure solids, um, often have a lot of odors associated with those manure storages. And so one way we can deal with those odors is to apply a permeable cover like wood chips. But wood chips degrade fairly quickly and you don't get a lot of benefits out of them unless you're continuously reapplying those wood chips. And so we've been looking at biochar, which is hydrophobic. And so it, it floats a lot longer and also has a lot of interesting chemical properties as well. And so we've been looking at how we can apply biochar to the surface of manure storages to primarily reduce ammonia emissions off manure storages and um, also potentially reduce greenhouse gas emissions like methane from manure storages as well. And what we found in that research is that, you know, applying certain types of biochar to the surface of the manure can almost eliminate ammonia emissions in our our pilot studies. And so we're looking at taking that to the next step and looking at a little bit larger systems and testing those. I know on our farm we've had problems in the past with wood chips ending up in our manure pit. Is this a problem you're having to work out with biochar as well? We're, we're looking at different types of material, and so one material you can make biochar from is wood chips, which there could potentially be issues with agitating and, and damage as well. Um, but we're also looking at other materials, so you can make biochar from really any organic feedstock. And so we've also been looking at using corn stover, producing biochar from corn stover, applying that over the surface. Um, Our upcoming study that we're going to be doing is looking at taking manure solids and taking those manure solids, putting them through the biochar process and using using those on this uh, cover. So, you know, we're hopeful with some of these less woody materials, it'd have potentially less impacts on some of those pumping systems that, you know, you might see with wood chips. Spring has sprung and there's lots of manure moving across the state with all things soil nutrients on the minds of many farmers. Tell me, what technology is out there that's going to be interesting to Wisconsin farmers? So, you know, with prices of fertilizer and so high, making sure we're using the resources we have and the manure that we have the, the best we can is, is really important, um, I think. And I might be a little biased because that's my research. Um, but um, so we've been, you know, looking at different methods to improve um, manure 
application nutrient use efficiency, particularly for nitrate and phosphorus. So um, we're looking at different technologies in terms of application that we can use that potentially improves the placement of manure um, so that um, you know it's it's where it's needed in the fields. Um, so kind of banding that manure um, with with our seeding operations, and we've also been looking at using some technology that can actually read manure nutrients in real time. And so, you know, instead of relying on a composite sample that you may have sent out to the lab, there's technologies emerging on the market that can actually, if, if you incorporate them into your manure tanker systems or dragline systems, can actually read manure nutrients in real time. So give you the MP and K value, which we know of can vary depending on our agitation system, sometimes quite significantly when we're um, emptying those storages. And so using that to, to better utilize those nutrients so we're not over-applying or under-applying to our fields based on the changes that happens as those manure storages are being emptied. I think it's pretty fascinating that we can get so detailed right at the farm level and combining that data with our tools for precision planting can really make sure we are using our manure nutrients to their best potential. You're really dialing into exactly what the soil needs and where it needs to go. Yeah, and you know, on top of being able to, you know, read those nutrients in real time that it also we can collect that data, you know, that's coming out of the back of that applicator. Um, and so, you know, we can know you know, to a, a pretty well extent exactly what N was, what the P was, what the K was, depending on the technology that's being used and the manure source, you know, there's there's some error in there. But you have errors with labs as well. And so you know, the benefit we see of this is, you know, you go out and do a manure application, you not only have a use that resource, you know exactly what's gone on. And so when you go back to, you know, supplement with synthetic fertilizers, then you have a better better understanding of what exactly went on in the first place and so that you can better meet the needs of those crops too. So are we looking at a future where nutrient management plans will write themselves? Uh, you'll still need the nutrient management planners, you know, uh, the sampling out in the field and, you know, determining the the rates that need to go out there. But in terms of determining manure nutrients, I don't, I think labs are going to have an important, important part um, for verifying these technologies, but I do think it has a potential to really really improve the accuracy and precision of manure application in future years. And again, a little bit of the uh, development of research that's going on down at the University of Wisconsin-Platteville, Dr. Joe Samford from the University of Wisconsin-Platteville. We're coming up on 29 minutes after 5 o'clock and what looks like it's going to be a beautiful Thursday here in our part of the world. We'll find out if uh, the market prices are going to make the day that much brighter. Rocky's going to join us from Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's do it. 29 minutes after 5 o'clock on a Thursday here at Wax. Well, let's find out how rosy the market picture is as far as livestock as we go to Premier Livestock in Withy. You ready for mid-70s today, Rocky? Man, I tell you what, that sounds wonderful. Boy, it sure does. It'll feel awfully, awfully good, and even partly sunny as well. So hopefully we can dry it out. I know over in your part of the country, that heavy ground, they're not uh, they're not in it yet unless they're making mud balls. No, it was it was actually surprising yesterday how much it kind of did dry out in one day. Yeah, it can, it can come a long way in a hurry, so we'll see what happens. But a beautiful day today. How the market's been so far this week? It's Thursday already. 
Gotcha. Thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is how uh, yesterday's dairy cattle auction uh, shaped up here at Premier Livestock. We had a big run. We sold 340 head of replacement dairy cattle. Uh, we had three complete herd dispersals of the front end of the sale. Uh, the quality was tremendous. Uh, those top-end fresh cows brought 2200 to 3000 uh, We had an extreme top cow at 3700 <clears throat> Many other good cows from 1500 to $2,175. Top spring and heifers 14 to 1850 uh, we did sell the best spring and heifers off that top-notch herd dispersal we sold from 1875 to 2300 uh, those lesser quality blemish cows uh, plainer spring and heifers 1475 and down uh, next week Wednesday we have another hundred cow uh, uh, from uh, Boonster Dairy. Uh, they're going to be all parlor freestyle. Uh, you guys coming off and you know those cows, they're going to be milking in the 80s. Uh, going to be all ABS breeding and they're all bred Angus. We also have a small Jersey herd dispersal uh, plus lots more consignments pending. Quick market recap for the week. Uh, top market cows brought 88 to $1.08, many from 75 to 87. Top market bulls from 97 to $1.12. Choice fed Holstein Steers 138 to 150, your beef up to 166. Newborn Holstein bull calves, mostly from 175 to 400 dollars per head. Your beef calves 200 to 535. Lots more detailed info on our website at PremierLivestockAndAuctions.com. Questions? Call us anytime. We're always glad to hear from you. 715. 715- 229-2500. Don't forget large farm machinery auction coming up June 16th. Get your equipment in soon. Uh, we got equipment coming in here every day. Uh, very important to get your items in. Like say, we can do a better job getting them advertised. A lot of farmers in and out of the lot. Uh, before we do get full, bring it in. We did just consign a very large farm equipment auction, a full line yesterday. Uh, watch the website for those details. Uh, don't forget, we got the buy it now op- option on the machinery as well. So, any questions, give us a call, Bob. That's the way it's shaped up. Oh, that's a good thing. So, that looks like it's going to be a uh, Friday auction once again, right? Yep, yep. Oh, really looking forward to it. Like I say, you really got a nice line of equipment yesterday. So, uh, that's, a, that's a good thing. So, uh, keep it coming. You won't have to wipe the snow off it for this sale. That's anyway. We'll be able, actually able to pressure wash some stuff. Even there, you go, and it won't freeze on you. Hey, yep. you have a good weekend, Rocky. We'll talk to you later. Thanks a lot. There he goes. That's Rocky Olson over there at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. And uh, again, that's coming up June sixteenth, as he said. That big sale. We're going to move on and check our weather, and we're also going to get Morgan checking our uh, local news. And we've got a lot of markets to get to as well this morning. 50 degrees right now, 76 a high today. Mike Gandry is going to join us and tell us a little bit more about that weather forecast because it looks pretty good for the next few days, maybe a few showers. But we'll let him wash all that out as we move forward looking at our weather on WAC. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, our weather brought to you by Northside Elevator. Loyal Arcadia, speaking of Northside, the prices today, the cash price for corn and Loyal, 567 The soybeans, 1376 At uh, Northside and Arcadia, the corn is 573 The beans, 1385 All right, let's see what's going on with the weather as we get over to Skywarn 13. 
Brought to you again by Northside Elevator. Mike Dandrea is in the weather room this morning. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Agmaster Bob. There we are. <laughs> I know you guys on TV were talking about uh, Star Wars, and, and you kind of like Jabba the Hutt. Well, yeah, he's relatable. You know, after a couple cookies, after a few donuts, I look the same <laughs> way that he does. Yeah, but he's got more hair. Oh, you're you're not wrong about that. <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing. You can sit on the patio and eat cookies today. I said the same thing earlier, and it'll be pretty nice today because we'll be warming up mostly to the mid-70s. We may start off with a few clouds, but becoming sunny later on with winds out of the south helping to push our temperatures up about 10 degrees above average. Now, tonight... A few clouds will hang around, dip mostly to the mid-40s. Now, tomorrow starts a few chances at some showers. They'll be rather intermittent, meaning that we won't have a washout on our hands through the weekend, but showers will present themselves on and off. Otherwise, for Friday, mid-60s for our highs. Saturday, mostly cloudy, still a few chances at some showers. Upper 60s, low 70s, and Sunday, a bit more of the same, though we could have a few rumbles of thunder associated with it into the afternoon. Low 70s on tap again. Monday brings us another chance at showers into the afternoon, still partly sunny in low 70s. Tuesday likely drying things out as we warm up mostly to the low 70s, and that's where we hang out through Wednesday of next week as well, mostly sunny and highs into the low 70s. Right now, though, a few clouds hanging around with a temperature of 50 degrees in Eau Claire. Pretty mild start today. Oh, it's a nice morning out there. Yeah, it really is. I, I kind of want to enjoy some coffee and, well, maybe some of those Job of the Hut donuts on the patio, but uh, I guess I got some work to do this yeah, morning. Yeah, I don't think you're done for a while. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> you bet, Bob. Mike Dandry over there at Skywarn 13, brought to you by Northside Elevator. We're about 24 minutes before 6 o'clock, and we're going to catch up with uh, Morgan here in just a moment. We're going to catch up on what's going on, some of our local news here on WAX. And again, we'll take a look at that right after this. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Boy, that voice bill's got it going on, don't they? They got all kinds of things. Oolies and now the green bin butchery. And, of course, Morgan McCarthy. <laughs> I tried telling you, voice bill's where it's at, Bob. Yeah, you consider yourself... The second most famous person from Boysville? No, Andy Pafko is going to forever well, and always one, hold number, number one. one. But I said number two. No, there are there are a lot of number twos in Boysville, <laughs> let me tell you. I'm not claiming fame to any of that. Oh, all right. Well, you got enough fame for us. What's going on in the news? We're going to start with headlines that take us actually away from the villain. Uh, keep us pretty close to the courts here in Cardinal Country. We start in Chippewa today. Good morning. Here's what we're learning there. A judge wants doctors to examine a 23-year-old whose police say drove to western wisconsin to kidnap a then 15 year old girl last fall you might remember this case as there were amber alerts that went out a judge yesterday ordered a competency hearing for trevor blackburn he's now facing kidnapping and sexual assault charges from the case that was in october of last year and triggered that amber alert in our state and in minnesota blackburn remains in jail on one million dollars bond an update from the Medford area. Now charges filed in a deadly fire that happened in Taylor County in January. Prosecutors filing those formal charges now against 50-year-old Matthew Zarens charged with homicide by negligent handling of a dangerous weapon, conspiracy to commit manufacturing of methamphetamine, and a host of other drug charges. As prosecutors say, he was using his home in the town of Maplehurst to make meth when it caught fire. A woman who was inside the home died in that fire. Zarens told police that he smoked meth, but said he wasn't making it. 
We had that train derailment, and now the highway could be back open. Wistot chiming in here on the Highway 35 area near DeSoto. It remains closed, and it'll stay that way until inspectors give the all clear. Crews closed the highway after that BNSF train jumped some nearby tracks and then sent those train cars into the Mississippi. Four people were hurt in that. The highway was then closed as a precaution. Well, if you plan on spoiling mom and getting her flowers for Mother's Day, just a heads up. Dad Cap says there are actually some scams going around, and uh, they involve local flower shops. You don't want to get tangled up in that. If you are looking for flowers for mom, you can find the details on that online with an easy click at 715newsroom.com. And on that note, we better leave the Earth for just a little bit. It is the day. If you are a fan of the Jedi's... The lightsabers and the dark side, the Force, be with you on the 4th. Today, people around the world will celebrate Star Wars Day. The unofficial holiday honoring Jedis, droids, and the Force, though, doesn't get its roots from a galaxy far, far away. Instead, it dates back to 1979 in Britain, when Margaret Thatcher was named Britain's first female prime minister. To celebrate her victory, her party took out an ad in the London Evening News saying, May the 4th be with you, Maggie. Congratulations. The catchy pun has since been the unofficial greeting for Star Wars fans on this holiday. I'm Mark Mayfield. And never the dark side, always a force for the good. We take our lightsabers back to the barn where there's work to be done with Bob Bolsold, Jill Welke, and your Midwest Farm Report on Wax 104.5. I was wondering why you were kind of dressed like Princess Leia this morning. Yeah. A little different outfit. I can do your hair into buns on both sides, too, if you want me to do that. Just let me know. you got to sit still for a while, though. It'll take a minute, but I can do it for you. I'll bet you can. <laughs> Not much you can't do. <laughs> Voiceful roots. That's right. Yeah. Keep them up. We'll talk to you tomorrow. It's a day, Bob. There there we go. That's Morgan in the newsroom this morning on Wax. And uh, we've got 50 degrees, 76, partly sunny today. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, we've got uh, a lot still to do here. Joe is just outside and pulled in our soil thermometer. What did it say? 50 degrees. All right, so we're at the magic 50 degrees out there, out behind our barn, and the sun's going to hit that ground. It'll warm up a whole lot more as the day goes on. Also, yesterday, you were down along the Mississippi River. You went down to Cochrane Fountain City to talk to the FFA kids down there. What did you see as far as the Mississippi River and the sloughs and the swamps around that part of the world? Well, the Mississippi was in its banks, but the puddles, there were some extra lakes along the way there. Some of the backwater was yep. pretty full of ponds? And, and the uh, swamps were pretty full. All right. So, again, that's uh, be careful down there because supposedly the Mississippi has crested and going down, but some of the other waterways are, well, still kind of dangerous. A lot of water out there, that's for sure. Now... We also, uh, what else? What calendar? I know. Uh, Chippewa Falls, speaking of FFA, Chippewa Falls FFA having their banquet uh, this coming Sunday evening at the school. So they'll uh, talk about uh, the kids that have done so many good things and the chapter itself at uh, Chippewa Falls High School. Two instructors now, beautiful new facility up there. So their banquet is Sunday night. What else is going on? Well, today, Culver's is having the scoops of thanks. And you go to Culver's, and with your $1 donation, it'll go to local FFA chapters and other agriculture education organizations. And this has been going on for nine. It's, this is the ninth annual Scoops of Thanks Day fundraiser. You can get a scoop of frozen custard, and they have their specialty, How Now Brown Cow or Vanilla or Chocolate. Oh, that's good. Culver's has done a wonderful job supporting agricultural education so uh good thanks to culver's get over there and uh 
help put some more dollars in the FFA kitties around here. And uh, I mentioned Chippewa Falls FFA. Don't we have a chicken dinner or something coming up someplace around the area this weekend? We do on Sunday. Where's that? That That's a drive-thru, though. Yep, that's in Greenwood. It's Our Savior's Lutheran Church from 11 to 2. It's a drive-thru only. So you could go pick up chicken, and then you could go have a picnic. There you go. That's just what I need to do. (laughs) But uh, Not sure that's going to happen. 76 degrees, but a lot of folks over that way get your chicken and uh, enjoy it on Sunday. It's a quarter to six at WAC. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 13 minutes before 6 o'clock, and uh, we've got equity markets to go to, but uh, from the equity offices, equity welcomed two new regional board directors to their 10-person board of directors. Christina Olson, elected to a two-year term to represent patrons in District 6, that's Altoona and Barron Markets. Mike Kunis was elected to serve a three-year term represent patron members in uh, District 7, the Sparta Market, completing the 10-member board of directors, Todd Cummings from Ogama, District 5. He'll keep Jerry Fitzgerald in line over at the Stratford Market, and uh, Todd is also serving as the vice chairman of the board. Two board members retired from the board, uh, Les Danielson, District 6, and uh, Carl Merrill from District 7. So an update on the board for the folks at the Equity Co-op Livestock Sales Association. Speaking of that, Jill, let's go to the markets. We need to head to Barron and hear from Brittany. Fed cattle or choice beef steers and heifers sold 135 to 148. High-yielding choice Holstein steers sold 130 to 152.50. Choice Holstein steers were 120 to 129, and unfinished steers and heifers were 119 and down. As for cold cows, the top 20% sold from 95 to 102.50, 60% sold from 65 to 94, and the bottom 20% sold 64 and down. Our next back-to-the-farm sale is May 20th. We will have sheep, goats, small animals, and cattle. If you have any questions or would like someone to come to your farm to look at livestock, please contact us at 715-537-5618. This has been Brittany with your Equity Baron Market Report. Thank you and have a great day. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And now we need to head south down to Sparta and hear from Hut Eamon and Hut. Fed selling steady today with the higher than choice beef steers and heifers 170 to 180. The choice and select beef steers and heifers 159 to 169. The beef and dairy cross steers 150 to 165. The higher than choice Holstein steers 148 to 155. Topping at 158. Choice and select Holstein steers 137 to 147 with unfinished steers. Heifers and heavy steers 136 and down. Cow market steady. High yielding cows 95 to 110. Topping at 113. The cutters and utilities 79 to 94 with a low yielding in canner cows 78 cents and down. Bull market steady. Most bulls bringing 95 to 110 with a thin full and bulls over a ton discount at 94 cents and down. Just a reminder our next sale will be Thursday. May 4th for our special tested bull sale starting at 12 noon, followed by feeder cattle at 12.30. This is Hut Amor at Equity Lives in Sparta with this marketing update, and we thank you for your business. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, let's get over to the chairman of board over there at uh, Equity Stratford. Jerry Fitzgerald, how you doing, Jerry? Well, I don't know about chairman of the board, but uh, we're <laughs> we're here in present and looking forward to a nice warm day. Although uh, on the radar screen here, I don't know up. Uh, well, not don't be giving, the, don't be throwing any black clouds. It's seventy six oh. and partly sunny today. 
Leave it at well, that. All right, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> What's happening this week over there at Stratford? Well, we're already at Thursday, so uh, folks, uh, Bob, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. We'll give you an update on what happened yesterday, Wednesday here at Equity Strat. We'll start the feeder cattle sale yesterday. Feeder cattle continue to be in good demand and uh, uh, before folks get out to the field, so still uh, good attendance at these feeder sales. Lighter weight beef steers yesterday selling mostly from 150 to $2. About all the other weights of beef steers selling in a range from 125 to 190 Lighter weight beef heifers yesterday's auction, 150 to 190 All the rest of the beef heifers, about all other weights of the beef heifers, uh, 128 to 185. Holstein steers, lighter weight Holsteins, mostly from uh, 118 to 145. Uh, the heavier Holstein short-term cattle, mostly from 106 to 140. Now we'll get into the market portion of the auction yesterday. Cow market continues to be fully steady, good demand, high-yielding, fleshy Holstein and uh, beef cows yesterday, 94 to a dollar eight, topping a dollar nine. Most of the cows this week selling from 72 to 92. Uh, thinner cows, light carcass cows, below the $70 money. On the fed cattle trade yesterday, choice grading beef steers and heifers are selling from $1.55 to $1.62. Choice grading Holstein steers from 138 to 147 High-yielding choice and prime Holsteins from 148 to 156 and a half. Select grading cattle, under-finished cattle, 130 and below. Uh, bull trade, better quality bulls are at 93 to 110 Light bulls, 90 and back. Uh, bull calves continue to be in good demand at the middle of the week here from 150 to 300. Uh, heifer calves mostly 40 to 80 on yesterday's auction and your beef calves again 250 to 500. And we are at Thursday. Uh, auction does start this morning, 11 o'clock. Marketing auction today with uh, cow cows and your fed cattle, market bulls, baby calves. We'll get to those uh, 12, 12, 30 this afternoon. Just a reminder, folks, uh, next uh, hay sale at Stratford will be next Tuesday. Uh, also next Tuesday, we do have another dairy cattle auction featuring a complete dispersal around 100 uh, pounder freestyle Holstein cows. Uh, a lot of young cows in this herd, all stages of lactation on DHI tests. And, again, the herd average is over 24,000 pounds, very low somatic. So um, more information coming uh, soon on this. We'll have that on the website till later on this week. But, again, mark your calendars next Tuesday, May 9th. And, like I said, uh, good opportunity to buy some cattle uh, because, uh, Bob, as we all know, um, field work is going to start and it's going to come in a hurry. So, folks, uh, get your buying done before you get out in the field. So, And also, do one more thing, we do have a special breeding bull and beef cow sale next Wednesday. So, a lot of stuff going on next week here at Equity. Our information is on the website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. And uh, with that, Bob, we'll turn it back to you and... Uh, yeah, nice day. We don't want to throw a damper on that, but no, it's uh, 70, uh, 70 some degrees, and Bob is going to, as soon as he loses, leaves the studio, imagine you're going to be cruising around Eau Claire with the convertible down, the top don't down. I on the wish. Convertible. No, I got more chores <laughs> to do this morning, so uh, we got to get those done first. Thanks, Jerry. Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford. And Synergy Co-op bringing us our market report. Board of Trade was higher yesterday on those uh, rumored attacks. From Ukraine on the Kremlin. Don't know if they did it or not, but uh, that was the rumor. But overnight, July corn was down two cents at five eighty six. The oats up three at three thirteen. July wheat down a penny at six thirty eight. Soybeans down a penny at fourteen sixteen this morning, and soybean meal down a dollar seventy at four hundred twenty three dollars and twenty cents. At the country elevators, Northside Elevator Loyal Location corns at five sixty seven with soybeans at thirteen seventy six. In Arcadia, corns at five seventy three with soybeans at thirteen eighty five. 
Wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connersville location, corn's at 556, with soybeans at 1376. On the DTN screen, Golden Plump corn 579 today. Baldwin and Duran both have corn at 550. The beans at Baldwin 1365, Duran 1360. Mondovi and Elmwood have their soybeans both at 1365. The corn of Mondovi 554 at Elmwood 547. Fall Creek 540 on the corn, 1340 on the beans. Osseo has 569 for a corn price, 1365 for soybeans. Elk Mound 561 and 1371. Sparta's corn is 564 today, 1342 on the beans. Ellsworth 540 and 1340. Ethanol plants, corn at Boyceville 589, Stanley 586, New Richmond Grain Facility 581. Barrel and block cheese both up two and three quarters yesterday. Barrels 158 and a half, the blocks 169, butter up two. At 244 and a quarter. May and June class three both up 11. May 1676, June 1708. July up a dime 1784. August up nine at 1857. September up four at 1915. The official April class three came out yesterday at 1852. Partly sunny today, high about 76 as we take a quick check of our weather. Brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. New 2023 Subaru Outbacks are now available at chilsonmotors.com. Get out and get a new car. Beautiful day to take a drive. 50 right now. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at waxradio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi and the Chilson family of Ram dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadah. On-demand content at waxradio.com.